Welcome back to the Transaction Care Podcast. This is a special bonus episode, Halloween spooky-ish edition, insert spooky music here. <laughs> and we have Hillary Saunders here again. If you haven't checked out her episode, go check it out at transactioncarepodcast.com. But I had put on Facebook status just asking people, is there anyone out there that has any spooky, scary, creepy stories real estate related that they're willing to talk about on the podcast and Hillary commented and I was like no way is this really gonna happen let's do it I can't wait so we just wrapped up her great interview check it out she has a wonderful story and is doing great things in the real estate industry but in this particular bonus episode we are going to talk about well I'll let Hillary take take the, the, the lead on this one but Give us your creepy, spooky, scary story or stories if you have them in the real estate industry. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I I love Halloween episodes of, of real estate stuff. And I'm a big connoisseur of Zillow's Gone Wild on Instagram too. <laughs> yes. But we just did this actually. So we had a special stigmatized properties webinar the other day. And in especially in California, there is are different rules around disclosing mm-hmm. on stigmatized properties and stigmatized properties can be anything from a dead somebody died in the house or an event occurred at the property that the community knows about or somebody thinks something happened i.e you know maybe ghosts are there or spirits or things like that and every state's different so there's my little asterisk is i'm just speaking <laughs> for california but I've got lots because I've, you know, managed a brokerage for almost seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know how many years. So I've got lots of stories. <laughs> but but a couple, since we're doing a short bonus episode, I had a listing, actually. It was my own listing in San Francisco. And my background being a state planning probate attorney, this client contacted me and said, I inherited this property my estranged son, so they hadn't been in contact for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, had this house over in Bernal Heights, and the father who lived out in Central California wanted to sell it, and so he called me, and so I went in, and the person, his son, had passed away on the premises and had been such a loner, and neighbors didn't even notice for months that he was not there anymore. And he had disintegrated into a gelatinous mess in the front of the Robert in the front room. And so his body turned into a big stain on the hardwood floor and it had sunk down mm-hmm. through the floorboards into the bottom part of underneath the house. And it was the stain was still there. Yep. And then oh my God. after we, you know, after whatever hazmat came and did all the things the house was really in tear down shape so that's you know what it was marketed as it was sold as a contractor special disclosed you know the deceased person but interesting we didn't know my client did not tell me that he had what was left of his remains cremated and he had left the bag of the ashes underneath the house so my assistant at the time and I gave him a proper burial in the yard. Oh my. Don't know if that's legal or not, but we did. We disclosed it. But yeah. it was that that was an interesting one. 
We also, I, one of my managing brokers, he also experienced something back in REO days. He was showing a property out in like, out by Placerville, Central California. And he, it was winter or had just froze or something. And so he walked up to this house and there was a person like laying on the porch. Well, the person was dead. He had froze overnight, I think. Oh and so he had to call the authorities and remove the poor deceased person off the porch. And now banks don't have to disclose anything, right? So they're exempt from all these things. But since he had actually shown the house, he had to now disclose that someone died on it. You know, these are the things that you don't read in the real estate books when you're getting your license. Like these are... <laughs> No, and everybody's afraid of it because, you know, in California, you have to disclose that someone died within the last three or five years. Right. Great. But the, the key is that if the neighbors know, you better disclose something because they'll talk and then the buyer will not know. We had another one just recently. Well, we're actually... The story is in Marin, this landslide happened and it came down and it um, ruined this house and killed one of the occupants. And the next owner who bought it shorted up, made it this beautiful mansion. It's gorgeous. And enough time had passed so they didn't have to disclose that the occupant was actually killed there but all the neighbors and it was so notorious it was in the papers and everything and so that also makes a stigmatized property right because right. there is some stigma attached to the property whether it's good bad ugly doesn't matter same with like the picture behind me is of one down in LA that was a double homicide yeah wow, wow. and you're still in it you're still here still in it. I love it there's you know <laughs> you know awful things happen but you gotta represent those properties just like you would any other and it's important to tell you know tell the truth of what you know because the chances are very high that if somebody finds out you didn't it'll come back to you exactly and she's also an attorney so she knows <laughs> <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in numerous litigations where somebody didn't say something so yeah yeah, this is definitely not only the spooky side of real estate, but the the real, putting the real in real estate for sure, because you just never know what you're going to walk in into, you know, and disclosure, disclose, disclose, disclose is just the key to saving your behind in, in any of these situations. And as much as I'm sure you wanted to turn a blind eye to all of this, you just can't, right? And and unfortunately now it's also ingrained in your memory because here we are telling yeah. the story <laughs> oh yeah i've got it's like burnt into my memory but there's plenty of things like it's it's so fascinating because each state is different like in texas i don't even think you're allowed to disclose that someone died on the property oh, like it's wow. the thing yeah and then in like massachusetts you've got the, the haunted houses and all that stuff yeah that is fascinating well Thank you so much for sharing those stories. This is fun because I I really was just like, does anyone have any spooky, creepy stories? And this exceeded my expectations <laughs> more than I was even anticipating when I put that post out. So thank you again for being transparent and honest and sharing not just these stories, but your own story as well. It was very inspiring. It, this is probably one of my favorite interviews I've done to date. First broker I've interviewed as well. So thank you. And again... Thank you for all that you're doing and, and continue. You will continue to do. I'm excited. 
go to side.com to learn more about Hillary and her team and the squad and everyone out there just changing, changing the whole real estate industry. And yeah, share your favorite spooky stories in the comments or wherever. Give us, give us some tips on how to survive these things and <laughs> not run away on this, on the spot or on the job. And Hillary, thank you again. I appreciate you. And we will talk soon, everyone. Go to transactioncarepodcast.com. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.